This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hey to everybody. As you know, on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, we always try to bring you the top, our top guests, top designers, top authors, top social media people that we have uh, the experience of working with, of people we know that work with authors all over the world. And today is no exception. We haven't had Kathy done with us before, but I know we will again. And here's why. She is a stellar designer. And one of the things, in fact, I love about uh, at the bottom of her emails where you call your signatures is she includes uh, a variety of quotations. And one of the ones that I love is the one that she uses from Steve Jobs that w- came from a Wired of. Uh, interview, Wired 4.02 interview, and it is, design is a funny word. Some people think design means how it looks, but of course, if you dig deeper, it's really how it works. Well, Kathy Dunn, the uh, visionary behind DunnDesign.com, Dunn-Design.com, is one of those visionaries that tries to figure out how a cover really works, not just how it looks. And she's had over 25 years in designing top book designs. And some of the people who have graced her design pages include Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, Ken Blanchard, Deepak Chopra, Mark Victor Hansen, Sylvia Brown, and of course, some of the mainstream publishers like little folks like Simon & Schuster, Prentice Hall, Ballantyne, Hay House, Scholastic, and if you know kids' books, Scholastic is all about kids. So Kathy's with us today, and we're going to deep dive into a variety of things that what makes a cover not only slick, click, and tick, but what makes it work. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Hi, I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Well, we are. It's my pleasure, and I, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about uh, a lot of the things that you look at when you first talk to an author. I mean, um, most, so many times I suspect that when you first meet an author, whether you're at a, a publishing trade show or you just get that phone call, um, that they start rambling on about their book. And, of course, you have to do this incredibly listening to try to figure out what the book is really about in that ramble. What are some of the key things that you look for? Well, one of the things that we do here is we do spend a lot of time uh, interviewing the author or the prospective client to ensure that we're a good fit for them. And we have a very in-depth discovery process that we go through. Um, and it's a, we provide them with a very 
um, in-depth questionnaire that they fill out, and we go through that together. And it's a great learning process for them because it helps them realize all of the details they really have to think about in order to uh, work with us and get their their book from manuscript to print or to a finished ebook. So um, I would say, you know, one of the most important things we do is is ask a lot of questions. Uh, we try to find out who their target audience is primarily, um, what their goals are, where they've been, where they're going, what they want the book to do for them. Because as we all know, a book is not merely a product, and very rarely can the book alone be an income producer. It 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 works more as a calling card, or it creates um, builds business in other ways. So we try to dig deep and find out uh, how all of that is is um, going to work for the author. So we position the book accordingly. So what you're really saying, what I'm hearing, kind of a, a shortcut here, is that um, books really are are the are the bra- a branding component of the author's persona, their company, their vision, where they want to go. Would that be correct? Definitely. And and I think most people understand that about nonfiction, but it's even true with fiction in terms of um, a brand being developed for that fiction author. But we, we work a lot with in nonfiction and a lot of self-help. Um, and most of our authors, uh, many of them, I would say, are experts in their industry, and they use the book to establish their credibility. They are the author of whatever the title of their book is, and they use it to open doors of opportunity. Um, There are so many amazing stories about people using the book, uh, for example, sitting on an airplane and someone asks them for their business card who's sitting next to them and they're engaging in a business conversation in first class and we have one of our authors who said well you know i i don't have my business card on me but i have a book i can give you and um handed him the book and it turned into three hundred thousand dollars worth of consulting in the next year so we we see the book as brand establishing a brand for that author and also really as a pivotal element in building their business. You know, Kathy, when you talk about uh, that handing over a book instead of the business card, so to so to speak, mm-hmm. um, I, I think what's really important, because you do create a, a lot of the cream de la cream covers out here, that I, I think it's important for authors to understand that if they go along with that premise that my book is my calling card, because I do hear... Uh, too many, actually. I hear too many of these, write your book in 30 days and pump it out, which kind of makes mm-hmm. me want to throw out most of the time because, I mean, I can put a draft together certainly in 30 days. Heck, I've done it in a week, but boy, it's not the finished enchilada. There is a lot of work that has to go in as you tweak and fine-tune. Um, it, it's as if... Um, I, I just before we started on the air today, I had uh, shot off an email to a client who I'm working with, and his uh, his book is a very intense, very specific book, and I've worked four days intensely on it, and my head hurts, and I actually said I have to take a break. I, I'm I'm <laughs> I have to take a break from all this restructuring I'm doing with your manuscript, but that it it's not. 
um, it's it's not something you do in a slam slam process because that's what it ends up looking like. So if you're going to, which I think is a fabulous idea to do, if you are going to hand over your book to someone in lieu of a card, you better make sure it looks like it feels like it's quality of who you want to be. And that's why you needed a good designer in that process. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. It it really speaks to who you are, the essence of who you are. And just as we hear getting dressed properly for the, uh, an appropriate event, you know, you're, you need to dress your book the same way so that it, it works for you the way you want it to. And it is a reflection of who you are. And if it's full of typos or the cover is is a bad cover that speaks to who you are and what you would what kind of person you would be to work with if you are actually using it to promote your business ah so, so it's like it's like what you see is most likely what you get right yes yes it's a definite right. reflection so let me give a, a a tip to all our listeners at this point it's if you are uh, have book in hand my advice is you don't carry just one book. And just like Kathy Dunn illustrated, here is an individual who was sitting on an airplane. Granted, they were in first class. Um, airplanes, you have a captive audience if you choose to dialogue and interact with your seatmates for an hour to many hours of time. That why wouldn't you carry a few extra books with you? Because that book that net cost you, whether it's... Uh, $3 a copy when you print or fill in the blank, whatever it is, where it can lead to hundreds of thousands of dollars of business. Why wouldn't you carry extra copies with you to hand over to that contact who just may be, you know, your meal ticket for the next year? So great example, Kathy. That's a great yeah, example. Yeah. It's a All wonderful right. story. It is. We have so many of those, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's really exciting. Yeah, it I is. wanted to back up. You did ask me about brand, about branding, and I didn't answer that completely. But the way we approach a book is, as Steve Jobs said, it's how it works, and it's not how it looks. And you know, after 25 years of doing this, I definitely know how to make something look good. But that's not my goal. And I don't try to make it look good just for the author because the author is so in their forest by this point. They can't see the book from the perspective of a reader, mm -hmm. uh, of their prospect. And actually, the author is one of the most difficult people for me to ask their opinion of because they really can't see it from that viewpoint anymore. So we look at the book cover from the viewpoint of their audience, their target audience. And when we develop the brand, we use the book cover as the foundation for that. So because the book is really at the essence of everything the author is about, it speaks to who they are, where they're going, what they want to do with their business or in their lives or how they want to impact the world. So because that book forces them to boil all that down to the essence, this book that's been living in them maybe for many, many years, um, 
that helps us hone in on a brand and, and not only a brand strategy, but a visual brand also as we're speaking with them and during this discovery process. So instantly, images start coming to mind of, of what would fit and what would be appropriate to attract this target audience. Those images, although they seem, um, a lot of times they're not understood when you see the book uh, on, on a bookshelf or you see the book on, in an online bookstore on a, as a little postage stamp size image, a lot of people don't get the power of that image. And that image really is what attracts them. Okay, the so, uh, right, so we're going to take a mini break here and we're going to come back okay. on okay. the image of your cover and you as the author. This is Judith Bryles. You're listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you? Or another, Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Change the way you publish online. WaveCloud is a new form for authors to manage all their books' information in one place from start to finish, including pricing and listing summary. To learn more or sign up for email updates, visit wavecloud.com. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards including 
Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Right with me for Author You, your guide to book publishing uh, today is Kathy Dunn. Kathy is the chief visionary and principal of Dunn Associates, and we're talking book covers and design, and specifically right now, branding. How critical branding is, and what a cover, a a, a cream de la cream cover, can do for you as the author for you as your vision, for you as your company, um, whether it's a, a company where you're doing consulting work, whatever your company is, or it could be for your consulting as you go forward. But whatever that is, that bare essence of it. So, Kathy, you had some other things that you wanted to add on about branding in general. Yes, um, I just wanted to uh, mention that the process we use is I think quite unique from what most people use in that we actually start with the book cover as the foundation of the brand when we're working with an author who is also an expert. And so what we do is we figure out based on what I mentioned earlier, that discovery process, and we begin to build imagery. And we all know that most people are 78% visual. So the first thing they really see is the imagery on the front cover. Then they see the title. And that image, whatever it is, it can even be a graphic interpretation of typography, but the image is what's going to suck them in, whether it's a little tiny postage stamp image on a, on a screen or it's uh, across a bookstore. That image sucks them in. It compels them to pick up the book and turn it over if it's in a bookstore. And statistics show that people look at a front cover for eight seconds, they look at a back cover for 15 seconds, and they make a decision. So the front cover is critically important. So much so, we, we give a lot of time and effort, many, many hours of, of concentrated effort just on trying to figure out what is that image going to be that's going to be so compelling to that particular target audience. And once we've landed on it and we've created the front cover, then all we recommend that all of that imagery gets pulled into everything else the author is doing. It becomes the header for their website, the same imagery. So you get this consistent, cohesive brand image building throughout everything they do. 
that's what makes it really powerful for them. Well, I love that. And the other thing, what I love is when the interior designer picks up a piece of that imagery from the cover and it's yeah. integrated and carried throughout. It makes such a difference right. um, yeah. in the continuity, really the continuity mm-hmm. of the book. And also, which which is really not difficult for them to do, but it, it, it just gives such a lovely, um, and to me, lovely is the right word. It gives a, a lovely um, transition from a chapter to chapter. And, and, and I do this in fiction. You know, I recommend mm-hmm. this for fiction as well as nonfiction. But it, it gives that continuity and going out and that really true sense that this book has been customized. It's not a cookie-cutter, template, fill-in-the-blank book. Right, yes. And it can, that can be as simple as, as using the title font for the headers inside of the book. Um, we always like to marry our back cover uh, body copy text with the body copy text inside the book. I agree. There are too many books that uh, you open and and it's like the cover doesn't even belong to the inside of the book. It's jarring. Mm -hmm. so important to create that cohesive package. It's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It makes a huge, huge difference in that. Mm-hmm. All right. So branding. Um, now, you can go to branding people. who That's all they do is branding. And what's interesting to me is that they um, I, I've sat through some branding workshops and mm-hmm. it, it I can't remember any of them, Kathy, asking if you were an author asking if you have already published works, asking about covers, asking, you know, they ask about vision. They ask about, you know, what's your product? They always ask, what's the product <laughs> going on? But they, I don't often see the full integration of everything, especially an author has his or her hands on. Yes, yes. We even uh, have an example of an author recently we worked with who we developed her, her book and, and all of her marketing materials, um, her cell sheet, her, her website, um, the look of her website, um, and postcards and posters for book signings and all of that, down to when she went to uh, have an exhibitor booth at an event, we helped guide her even to the color of clothing that she wore that would integrate with this branded image that we created for her. So, it, yeah, visually, it has to permeate. And we are visual people. So the brand has to be strongly visual as well as strategic. Well, when you think of the number that you threw out, the 78% of individuals, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's worldwide, but I certainly know that's uh, North America-wide. Mm-hmm. That that when you look at that, that it makes total sense to be signed up. And 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 I have to share with you, I I have a um, a new little book popping called Snappy Sassy Salty. I'm so excited about it. And I was even you talk about branding, talking with a cookie, as in edible cookie designer <laughs> of what we're doing for some celebrations that we're going to have special cookies created with the colors from the book cover and using the font um, for the titles, the the Snappy Sassy Salty, that says, I'm sassy, I'm snappy, I'm salty. And they're all coordinated with the colors that are used on the cover using the font that is also used. Perfect. 
Right. So, um, it, yeah. And, and of course, you know, I always have purple on me, the color purple somewhere. So you know that one of them is purple. Um, but, but that does bring it, it does bring it all into effect. And people remember that. Now, what we're wondering, Kathy, and part of this game we're playing here, is that how many people are going to pick up, I'm sassy cookies, I'm salty cookies, I'm snappy cookies. <laughs> we're going to do a survey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it will have an impact, again, because you did something unique and it was branded. And and I do think a lot of people, it's so subtle when it's done well that people don't, can't put their finger on it. They just so, know and, and, and that does really tie happening. into what you're, you're, you're doing, your, your example of your client who went from the whole design and from, from, one sheets to postcards to flyers to bookmarks to um, being at a trade show and how you're going to dress and what doodads you're going to have on your display to highlight your book. People remember that and, yeah. and they will remember you've got your act together and that's critical when it comes to book sales. Yes. yes. So with that. All right, so we have about three minutes till our next break, and can we can we jump into um, some uh, monies issues and budgets and and how should an author go about creating their cover and maybe we go into branding design budgets? What should they be looking at? Key elements. Well, I I think you can you have seen you can buy covers at. A huge range of prices. If you mm-hmm. go online, you'll—it's staggering the um, broad range of pricing for covers. But that, it's important to keep in mind that most of those are prices just for a cover. <laughs> a lot of times, it's not including thinking about the branding of the author, or the branding of the book, or the future of the book or really making it sing with the target audience. So I think you'll see the pricing goes higher the more the design firm is delving into those really important, critical um, elements to know to make a, a cover work as the most powerful marketing tool for creating your book. It really, I need to say that again, the cover is the most important marketing tool for the book. So why wouldn't you invest, and invest is the key word here, rather mm-hmm. than expense, um, why wouldn't you invest in this most important marketing tool? So, so yeah, that's a critical question. So the, so what authors need to really think about, and, and here's the challenge here, and we have about one minute. Um, here, here's the challenge, is most authors, because they're not getting paid to write their book, that often they think that when they engage with someone like you and some, someone like me and other people who do consulting in there, that it's free. And that you're, if you have to put five hours into a project, that somehow you're donating that. Because they donate, they think that they're donating their time. It, it's a it's a wrong track they go on to down to where they need to think this is an investment in me, yeah. in my book, in my company, in in my future in a lot of right. ways. So, right. all right. So we're going to come back and talk about some ranges and what to look like and and where that they can help. 
cut the curve, at least getting prepped in talking with someone like yourself. I'm Judith Bryles. My guest today is Kathy Dunn of Dunn Design, and we're talking book covers. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Do you need postcards that make a statement? How about business cards, flyers, brochures, or NCR forms? Tuvets is the solution for all your printing needs. Providing services specially designed for authors, we deliver exceptional quality colored printing. Most important of all, we specialize in reducing your printing costs. No more waiting. No more standing in lines at your local printer. Online proofing. With our pricing tools calculator, you can get instant quotes on all your printing products as well as shipping rates all over the United States. Just a few clicks of the mouse and you're on the way to discovering how easy and convenient online color printing should be. Contact our friendly, human, account representatives. We recognize that you want answers, not voice prompts. Visit our website at www.tu-vets.com or call 1-800-894-8977. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready 
to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. How would you like to have a fabulous Publishing at Sea Cruise with five of the top women in publishing today. Join me January 18th through the 23rd. We depart from Tampa, Florida, publishingatsea.com with me, Amy Collins, who is a branding expert and a book distributor, Penny Sansaveri, who knows the ins and out of marketing, Georgia McCabe, who knows all about social media, and publicity hound Joan Stewart. And if you check the publishingsc.com, you can listen to the repays of the amazing webinars that we have been doing. One was on the seven deadly sins of publishing, another on how to avoid the publishing predators. Each week, we roll out a new webinar. They're free. Take advantage. And if you hear this before October 20th, 2013, someone who signs up and registers for the Publishing at Sea Cruise will win the entire cruise package. This is Judith Bryles. Do join Joan, Amy, Georgia, Penny, and myself for PublishingAtSea.com January 18th through 23rd. Okay. We're talking book covers. We're talking brandy. And with me is one of the top book cover designers in the world, Kathy Dunn. And we were just leading into some budget arenas. Um, and what, what are some of the cover costs? And one of the things that Kathy so clearly stated was 78% of the population is visual. And it's imperative to have a really good image, just not words, just not words, on your cover, as you uh, try attempt to lure in, you throw out the hook to lure in that book buyer and bring them along. So, with that, Kathy, you talked about the necessity of really looking at um, having a, a good interview and and how imperative that the author needs to think about their cover design as not only branding but it's an investment. And their yeah. time. So what are the key things that you ask them to get clarity, to bring them into point so you can go forward and determine, number one, if you're the right fit for them, but also that you can do the cover design that they need to do to support that image they have? I think, uh, you know, establishing the budget, you know, if they have budget constraints, up, you know, to establish that up front. But a lot of times it takes working through this process to figure out who their target audience is, what they want to do with the book, where they're going with it, um, to establish a budget. So 
I would rather see authors think about um, contacting an expert who can help them and find the right person. This would be a designer in this case, and and interview them and and work through some of these important questions. And then, based on the way you need to work together, a budget gets established from there. It depends on, really, it comes down to the amount of time that's going to have to be invested. So I, I don't think just saying, well, I want a $500 cover is going to work until you've established, excuse me, your criteria with the book. I also think that it's important to think very clearly about the target audience. And when you start working on concepts for book covers, and even with titles, this is important too, to take those ideas out to your focus group. And by focus group, I don't mean friends, family, your coworkers. I mean people who are in your target audience, people you want to buy your book, and if it's nonfiction business book, who you want to work with, and ask them, would you buy this book? That's all you ask. You don't ask, do you like my cover design? Do you like my idea for my title? Do you like my idea for my cover? Would you buy this book? That's all you need to ask, and you'll find out if the interest is there. These are steps that can be taken ahead of time to get absolute clarity. So when you come to your designer and you have a very clear mission, you're very clear on what the book has to do, then time can be saved, and in the end, cost can be saved. Well, I, I think you've brought up something that's very clear, and I've mentioned it before on previous programs, that um, focus groups that are made up of book buyers. So I would ask another question. Not only would you buy this book, I would ask, first of all, do you buy books? Because mm-hmm. if they're not book buyers in the first place, move on. So are you, are you a book buyer, and then would you buy this book? And you start showing that. I, I know that um, sometimes when I do uh, my own workshops and we're, we're, we have a, a, a module that we work on titles and that people will put up their title, you know, I'll write it up on a flip chart, so to speak, and uh, they will put up their title. If we've got a subtitle, that subtitle would go up. And I give the um, author... Uh, they they get 15 seconds, very short, very short mm-hmm. of to tell the group what the book is about, Kathy. And, and then they have to be quiet. Then everybody instantly on a scale of 1 to 10, I mean, this is my wacko off-the-cuff, off-the-hip methodology, but mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10, they will shout out, if it's a one to that ten, with ten is oh my god, this is a rock star, and do not touch this title. Yes. To yes. one thinking, and my rule is anything below seven is tossed out instantly. The rest will start modifying on, and and they can't um, the 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 number caller outers cannot tell why. All I all I want to do is fat. It's a fast gut response. Visual. It's visual. Fast, yeah. fast, 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 fast. And then we go around and get the verbal input. Why? What was wrong with it? What would you do it? And that it is, I have only had two times 
um, in the seven years that I have done that exercise that two titles have stayed intact only mm -hmm. two times yeah. um, and 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 in interesting one of them was John's book uh, my husband's John's book which is a gift book have you ever held a mountain but that um, it is it's it's amazing what that little bit will do so what Kathy's saying about focus groups you need to make sure that you have a focus group with someone who is going to be buying your type of book because that's who your buyer is so you've got to have that imagery and that branding that she's talking about that is so critical on there you have um, I have part of your questionnaire that you were kind enough to share with me so you have on the communication module and Kathy also says that when they send out these questionnaires it takes roughly 45 minutes of you to invest your time in to go through and dive through to answer these questions um, before they even have a discussion with you. So you have questions like, um, I have some ideas I'd like to be considered, but I want the designer to create what's best. You have also, you're looking for um, them where they are literally going into, um, I don't want anything to do with it, and it's all in your lap, <laughs> so to speak. Oh, qualifying what kind of level of client they want to be, how they want to participate. Absolutely. How important yes. is that, Kathy? Oh, it's so important because, honestly, the more involvement they want, actually the longer time it takes us, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is, doesn't seem right. You, you would think, oh, the more involved the author is, they can give us guidance and, and we'll oh, no. be order takers. Yeah. And it's not that way. And as I said a few minutes ago, the author is, is really not the target audience anyway. So the author is often not the best person to design the cover for. In fact, when I have worked with some of the major publishing houses, many of them don't even show the cover concepts to the authors because they feel the author is, is so impartial or are not impartial. So they, you know, they leave them out of it a lot of times until they get to the very um, final round of, of uh, the book. Here's your book cover. So, yes, I yeah, think it's really important to get clear on their role, um, how much they want to participate if they want to. A lot of our authors, they're so busy. They don't want to learn how to be a book cover designer or how to figure it out even. Mm -hmm. They just come to us. They think we're the best. They think we know what we're doing, which is great, and we do. And so they turn it over, and away we go. And that's those are our very best book covers that we create. Mm -hmm. And they're, For me, they're very happy with that. But there are yeah. others who, who want to be very involved. And, you know, they may have an art background or something, and they think that oh, they can Oh, I think it. that's a disaster. Frankly, I it think is. that's almost a disaster. But, but yes. what I do want, I mean, I am the owner, possession of several book covers designed by major New York publishers that mm -hmm. I would put clearly these suck category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I also have to say my very first publisher with St. Martin's Press. I loved, loved the cover they did for my very first book. All right, yeah. with that, we'll be right back. We've got some wise tips, mistakes to avoid, some how-to tips with Kathy Dunn. We're talking book covers. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. 
Writing and reading are moving to the cloud. WaveCloud represents a whole new community for writers and readers to connect, communicate, evaluate, and share. Writers hone their craft and build their business. Readers build their favorites. Sign up for updates at wavecloud.com. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems, you want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303 303- 885-2207 that's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com by the way bryles is spelled b-r-i-l-e-s follow judith on twitter at my book shepherd and on facebook at the book shepherd At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. me this past hour has been Kathy Dunn of Dunn & Associates, and you can reach Kathy um, literally at uh, through her website, which is dunn-design.com, and she'll mention a little goodie that you can get um, at the end of the show and download uh, for free, which would be great. And we've been talking about branding. We're talking about book covers. One of the common questions, Kathy, that comes up all the time is about ebooks. And all can I... Ebook covers, and can I use my 
print book cover for the ebook cover, and it's just an ebook. So, I mean, does it really need a cover? Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, how would you like to respond to that? Well, we do hear that a lot uh, when people call. Um, they ask, "Well, I, it's just an ebook," and and basically what they're saying is it doesn't matter. It's just an ebook. Um, and I think there, I think there was a mentality for a while that because it's digital, um, it doesn't really need um, the marketing uh, sizzle that a print book does, and and it's actually quite the opposite. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, because these covers, ebook covers, are most often seen postage stamp size on computer screens or iPhone screens um, or iPad screens, wherever, they're, they really have to work hard, harder than ever. And we're finding we're designing covers completely differently because anyone who designs a print book should have an ebook and vice versa, in, in my opinion. Um, and so the ebook cover, because of that size constraint, has to have major, major visual power uh, seen in that small format. So um, we aren't, I find that I'm a little bit constrained because I can't make covers uh, as detailed and pretty, you know, um, fonts have mm-hmm. to be bigger, colors bolder, um, because, you know, you're fighting for attention. And um, I guess I need to clarify, I'm not saying every cover should be bright, bold, red, and black, um, because that is a mistake that's often made, that people think that's what you need to do. I mean, sometimes a very simple color cover can be so elegant and attention-grabbing uh, amidst the competition. But yes, I, 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 it saddens me when people say, well, it's just an e-book cover. They, they don't realize the potential of it. I know you had uh, Guy Kawasaki at your um, last major event, and I was listening to the recording of that, and it's amazing uh, when he gives the statistics of the power of his ebook, uh, the cover design, the importance of that, but also the power of the ebook itself, how it worked for him, and um, and the profit potential too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so important. Yeah, but I can, but I can also say that um, uh, guys, for, for me, heavy reference books that I want to go back to, I prefer to use a print book, mm-hmm. and that on his book, they're actually on the print version. There's a lot of mistakes on layout, mm-hmm. um, as as someone who gets into layout a lot, and that the power he didn't change his ebook to the print book, and what what translated on the ebook worked for the ebook it wasn't so hot on the print book and what you're saying here is that there needs to be fine tuning between them um yeah. and so that that you have that visual pop i i when i hold guys um print book i don't get anything about quality about it there it has it has none of that feel it has none of that texture to it um and even the colors don't even pop right on the ebook it shows totally different when you look at the cover just on the screen. It's yeah. very different. It's, you know, when people ask us, uh, they say they want to only produce an ebook. We always still approach the book as if it's going to be a print book. And the reason is, um, if you start an ebook uh, resolution, which is 72 DPI, and then three months from now, you get this amazing opportunity for someone to 
pre-purchase 2,000 books for an event um, as a giveaway, you don't have a cover that can go to print. So mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. always approach every cover as if it's going to print and as if it's destined to the biggest publishing house in the world. That's our goal is to make it um, ready for that and to be thinking that way. And then we adapt that print cover um, to e- to an ebook cover. And I think that that, yeah, and I totally am on your camp there because um, I I would be, any book that I had for ebook, I would be thinking, well, we we can do this print on demand as well. And you can do a higher quality print on demand that would haul that. What about back covers? Are you you making any back covers for ebooks now? Because I'm hearing more about that. Yes, we are. Um, I think that's important. I guess it depends on where the book is. Um, being sold. I mean, some places don't want back, back covers, but if they do, I think it's really important. It's it's like a mini brochure for the book, and as I mentioned earlier, in bookstores, people would spend eight seconds on the front cover and 15 on the back cover, and I believe that holds true online as well. They're going to look at that. They want to get that, that uh, bite-sized bit of information to decide if the book is right for them. So they want to see, so I, I, just what you're saying is plan. Just plan to have it at all times, and it'll be put together, and there you go. So it sounds good. Kathy, you talk about some of the costly mistakes that are consistently done by authors in their design, and I know you have a terrific, terrific uh, white paper um, that they can get off of your website. Would you identify some of those? Yes, um, I will. I mean, I think one of the biggest mistakes is just not planning ahead, not looking at the schedule for production or or the goals of the book. For example, for a print book, people think, uh, you know, they want a book out for Christmas, and if they started in November, it's not going to happen um, for Christmas sales. So really understanding scheduling and all everything that has to happen in between each step and who uh, you've got this whole team of people working, and sometimes one thing can't happen until the other is done. Other times people can be working in tandem. So the scheduling and coordination of all of those parts and pieces is critically important, and I think that's one of the biggest mistakes is not understanding all of those moving parts and how to move it most effectively uh, toward the uh, due date that you have for the book when you want to go on press. So they're um, not realistic. It reminds me of the email I just got from one of my clients who finally turned in a book that was supposed to come in in May, and she didn't get that. Um, you really are out of queue now, <laughs> so to speak, because other things have been, but she says, and I really want to have this book available by Christmas. It ain't going to happen. Right. For, for me to do the editing and the noodling and, and the redesign that needs to be done before it can even get to a layout person, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and she is distressed, yeah. Not not realizing that she's the one that created the false timeline. All right. Right. So timelines. What else? What are some of the other costly mistakes? Well, I think another one is um, which I alluded to the, this before <clears throat> about pricing. You there's good, fast, and cheap, and you can only pick two of those three. So if you want it good and cheap, it's not going to be fast. If you want it fast and good, it's not going to be cheap. 
if you want it to be fast and cheap, it's not going to be good, but so on, you know. So you have to think about what's most important. I think I've been saying the same thing over and over, but um, you do have to think about which of those two is most important to you. That's a mistake where people think they can get all three, and it actually ends up sinking the book. Um, it, it's just not possible to do that. And a lot of people will end up with just a cookie-cutter cookie, cookie cutter book. Um, I think another um, mistake is is this uh, cookie-cutter issue of using templates. And, yep. um, yeah, so, I mean, a template is a template. A cookie-cutter is a cookie-cutter. Your cookies are going to all look the same. So um, that, I think, is a very costly mistake. People think they're saving money by doing that, but in the end, their book likes, looks like everyone else's, so they're not going to stand out from the crowd. And the most important part of the book cover is to be unique, distinctive, to set them apart from the pack, to really establish their brand and establish them as a leading expert. That's what has to happen. You don't want to look like everybody else by using a template. I think that's a costly mistake, even though it seems like a cost-saving um, endeavor. And and that does what happens. It happens all the time. All right. All right. And then how about one more before we close the show? Um, I think a lot of times people, um, and we talked, alluded to this a little bit earlier, but they they ask the wrong people about the book. That ends up being a costly mistake by, um, you know, they, they forget who their audience is and um, they, they start asking everybody they know. And, and, and they get input, which is actually personal opinion from people. It's not a, uh, and it, it's not really input from the target audience who will be buying the book. They're telling you, I don't like green, <laughs> or I don't uh, like purple, or uh, I don't like uh, that font, which is yeah. invalid. So it ends up being very costly. I mean, I've had people say, well, my son doesn't really like this cover. Okay, and, and then answer, with, I don't care. <laughs> see your primary buyer, and with that, we're going to have to wrap up here. Um, uh, lots of good information. Everyone, go to Kathy's website. It's www.dunn-design.com. Download the Seven Costly Mistakes and come to the Extravaganza May one to three next year in Denver, Colorado. You meet her in person; she'll be there. Thanks so much, Kathy. You're we'll be welcome. Back. Thanks for having me. It was great. You're welcome. We'll be back next week. This is Judith Bryles. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.